There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Welcome to the newest episode of Beyond the Fame with Jason Fraley. I'm your host, Jason Fraley, picking the brains of the top filmmakers, musicians, and artists of our time. Sophia Lillis stars in the new indie comedy drama flick The Adults in movie theaters this weekend. She joined me to discuss working with co-stars Michael Sarah and Hannah Gross, as well as her memories of Stephen King's It and Wes Anderson's Asteroid City. Hey, Sophia Lillis, hey, thanks so much for joining us on WTOP in Washington, D.C. Yeah, thank you for inviting me. Well, we're here talking about your new film, The Adults. It just premiered at the Berlin Film Festival earlier this year, and it opens August 18th. Uh, we'll get, I, you and I know what it's about, but just for our listeners, given, given the basic premise of, you know, who Eric is, coming home, poker games, and his sisters, the whole deal. Um, <laughs> so I play Maggie. Um, it's about these three that having seen each other for a while, and it's their first time in a while to, you know, um, uh, to have kind of this family reunion. Um, and uh, it's, it's, it's all about trying to, uh, you know, uh, what it means to be a family and also what it means to uh, grow up because uh, they all kind of remain uh, like their um, kids' selves, especially when they're together. Um, and, you know, it's all about grief and uh, how they deal with it. And I play Maggie, uh, the youngest sibling, and I... Uh, I'm the person trying to keep the family together. You know, I bring back, you know, um, childhood uh, memorabilia and, you know, try to get them to uh, talk. And um, uh, yes, that's, that's the role that I play in this movie. Gotcha. So, so Michael Sarah is playing Eric, the, the oldest, and then you're, you're the youngest Maggie. And then um, it's Hannah Gross, I guess, is, is, is she the middle sibling, Rachel? The middle, middle the, child. Yes. Gotcha. Gotcha. All right. Well, you know, what, what was it like? Uh, well, let's take them one at a time. Was it like working with Michael Sarah? You know, we loved him in Juno and Superbad, Arrested Development, all that stuff. We're, we're, I'm, I assume you were a huge fan of those movies probably growing up and then now you're getting to work with him. But what, what do you notice him now as, as an actor yourself, a talented actor, actress yourself? Like, what, what, what do you think makes him so, such a great actor? Um, I, I don't know. I, he's a very he's a very natural actor. Um, he uh, I think he stays true to himself Um from what I noticed, uh, he uses, I guess, uh, I, I don't know what his method is, but I know he uses, uh, it seems like uh, he, you know, whatever he does, he always kind of uh, morphs into a certain character, um, maybe using his own personal experiences or something like that. But um, whatever it, he did, he, he, you know, he's very, uh, he's very natural. Um, and that's what I really like about his, uh, his acting and the way he speaks um and uh uh so it was great working with him and kind of seeing how he works and um uh what he's doing and so i 
try to learn from him, I guess. Nice. Um, and he's, you know, also very easy to talk to, which was very nice when, you know, doing a scene with him. So the, the rapport was there and it felt very natural, all of it. So that's, that's also great. he's just a good person. Yeah, seems like it. Well, and how about Hannah Gross? We remember from Mindhunter, but how did you bond with her sort of as, as sisters to make that believable on screen? Did what did you, you know, before the role start, did you, her, well, and Michael, the three of you, did did you all get sort of get together and, uh, you know, have time together so that by the time you got to act on screen, it seemed like you were really three siblings? Yeah, no, it was really easy to get to know her. She's such a, such a funny character, uh, just generally. Um, and, uh, we did a lot of, you know, uh, rehearsals beforehand um, to, you know, because there's all this, uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, singing and dancing involved. So uh, we took some time beforehand to kind of flesh that out. And uh, in doing so, we got to actually, you know, hang out with each other and get to, you know, uh, know each other. And uh, that really, really helped, I think, in creating this kind of uh, this relationship, the sibling um, relationships. So, uh, yeah, no, that helps a lot. And, uh, it, it was so nice to be around these people. They're just so easy to talk to and, you know, be around. So, uh, I think I really lucked out. Um, and Dustin, the director is, is such a good director. I mean, he, he really, he really knows how to, um, you know, create this, this environment, um, that, that just, it makes things so, uh, how do you say it? Just it's just so easy. <laughs> I know I, I know I keep using that word, but it just everything feels like I'm not forcing anything. It's just it's such a nice, you know, uh it's like we're making something together, you know. So yeah. It's a comfortable set environment where you can do your thing. It's a comfortable set environment. <laughs> there you go. Uh and it's uh, how do you say his last name? It's Dustin Guy Defa or Defa. How do you do how do you say it? It's Defa. Defa. All right. So yeah. <laughs> People remember uh, Dustin's Sundance hit "Person to Person" a, a couple years ago, and and this one, the adults, it is. We should tell everyone it's it's sort of a it's a blend of comedy and drama, right? It's it's like what we the, they say the dramedy. It is yes, you could call it a dramedy, yeah, for sure. Okay, cool. So when there are so our listeners, if they if they they want to check this out, are they they're, are they going to laugh a little? They're going to cry a little? It, it runs the gamut of emotions. Yes. I mean, it's a, it's it's all about siblings, and you know, uh, you know, when you're hanging out with siblings, there's always going to be, you know, like laughter and and a little bit, you know, emotional. It's a very emotional movie. <laughs> Absolutely. So, and all of us, well, not all of us, but most of us have siblings in real life, so we will relate to this dynamic between the three of you for sure. Yes. Awesome. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. 
Well, I know we're tight on time, but I have to ask as well. Um, I know you're also starring this summer in, you're speaking of directors, Wes Anderson, one of the greats of all time. You're going to be in Asteroid City that comes out. Um, Jeff Goldblum, ScarJo, Tom Hanks. It's going to be a, a star-studded cast, but uh, give us a teaser of, of, of what it was like to work work with Wes. You know, his camera work, it, it, it's so, and the way he stages his shots, it, he's, he's such a quirky, unique, like, auteur, like few directors you can actually call an auteur, but Wes is one. One of them but yeah what was it like working with Wes I mean yeah I, he is definitely a, a very different act a different director than uh, Dustin where he it's like he paints a picture he's like painting a big mural and right. every little you know the actor is just a, a, a different piece you know and making everything you know work together to to make this this portrait and and um yeah it was it was a uh, you know it's he's very exact um, he, he wants one specific thing. And whenever you go on set, it's always like, you have to stand in this specific place. You have to, you know, um, uh, move in this specific way. And, um, and, uh, yeah, so it, it was, and it was also kind of crazy because I never knew who was going to be there. Um, you know, there's so many actors going in and out and, uh, you know, whispers saying, Oh, this dude is here, you know, this actor. Um, and, uh, and like they're there for one second and gone the next. So, uh, yeah, no, that was, that was a really crazy experience. Um, but I, I loved Wes Anderson, uh, especially, you know, growing up and, you know, uh, I love Bottle Rocket and, 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 uh, Royal Tannenbaums and, um, all of his stuff. So, uh, yeah. Yeah, I, I think I'm a Tenenbaums guy. I think that I'll I think that's my favorite. But it's hard. It's really hard to pick. There's so many gems. Grand Budapest, a lot. So many. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, uh, final seconds. My listeners will kill me. They'll make me float too if I don't ask you about playing Beverly Martian. It really quick. Andy Machete. Uh, that it's one of the scariest movies of the last ten. Well, I was gonna say ten years, but probably ever. But uh, what 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 was it like being on set and seeing Skarsgård as Pennywise? Like, were you as freaked out seeing him in the makeup on? the set as as we were watching it he was terrifying uh yeah i think so it, it's hard it's been like it's been you know seven years since since that uh movie was shot so I, I i can't remember too much about it but uh he he's a uh you know he was definitely a scary clown um but you know the the um you know the magic of you know having every you know being super scary uh is it's kind of uh, it's different being on set because you get to see him and you know half clown makeup you know trying to um drink his tea through a straw and, and it's kind of a very different <laughs> experience and he's also just a sweet man in real life so it wasn't wasn't as scary as as you may think but uh um no yeah no that was uh it's so funny looking back on that now um um and you know knowing these uh you know, uh, all the kids, uh, uh, you know, you know, as, as kids, you know, like when we were 14 years old and, and, uh, I still keep in touch with them now, but you know, it's, it's, a it's, it's very interesting how things, you know, played out. Um, but, uh, yeah, I always look on, uh, you know, playing Beverly and being a part of it, um, fondly. So, uh, yeah. 
Yeah, you all kind of grew up together, like like Stranger Things. You know, it's 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 fun to watch your your, your <laughs> careers. It's going to be the future of Hollywood. I, I, you know, it's going to happen. Uh, all right. Well, thanks so much for joining us. This is a big year for you. You know, so you know the adults, Asteroid City, Dungeons and Dragons came out too. Like this is a big year for Sophia Lillis. Uh, one day you'll one day you'll have an Oscar. I already I know it. I can tell. <laughs> uh, thanks so much. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks so much for listening to Beyond the Fame with Jason Fraley. Our theme music is Scott Buckley's Clarion. Remember to give us a five-star rating if you like what you hear. We'll see you next time.